Is we in this joint? I think. I think. We are. Damn, I'm starting off early. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's gonna come right back. I know it's gonna destroy everything I made. It's probably gonna get you for a cent away. But this game I play ain't Damn, let me get right on into it, cause shit kinda crazy. On oh, my mama knew. On oh, my mama knew shit kinda crazy. That searches. And the days leading up to their disappearance that I think are rel very relevant to this case. On July. 11th at 7.30 a.m., the term, you have to pay for an amber alert or search. <laughs> what? On July 13th at 1.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught was searched. On July 13th at 2.13 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, Birmingham bus station was searched. On July 13th, 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. On July 13th, at 12.10 p.m., a search for the movie Taken and conducting this analysis. Wow. Shot City Shot City Shot City coming home again Yeah Do you think about me now and then Yeah Do you think about me now and then After two days Cause I'm coming home again I met this girl when I was three years old And what I love most she had so much soul She said excuse me little homie I know you don't know me but My name is Wendy and I like to blow trees And from that point Never blow her off. Niggas come from out of town. I like to show her off. They like to act tough. She like to tone them off and make them straighten up their hat because she know they soft. And when I grew up, she showed me how to go downtown. And at nighttime, my face lit up. So astounding. I told her, and my heart is where she always be. She never mess with entertainers because they always leave. She said it felt like they walked and drove on me. Knew I was gang affiliated, got on TV and told on me. I guess that's why last winter she got so cold on me. She said, yeah. Keep making that, keep making that platinum and gold for me. Do you think about me now and then? Do you think about me now and then? Cause I'm coming home again. Do you think about me now and then? Do you think about me now and then? Oh, now I'm coming home again. Maybe we could start again. But if you really care for her, then you wouldn't have never hit the airport to follow your dreams. Sometimes I still talk to her, but when I talk to her, it always seems like she's talking about me. She said you left your kids, and they just like you. They want to rap and make so I might have to start loading some of these songs up into my shit, you know what I mean? Because I just want to hit my little, you hear me? I heard they wildin' for What's up, folks? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jack of Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect! 
Ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing? This is episode 146. No cap. No cap. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. And I always will appreciate it. Anybody that's, you know what I mean, riding for the kid. Anybody that's giving the kid a listen. Anybody that, you know what I mean, you feel me though. Now... This ain't going to be a long episode. It's one of my favorite lies, but I guess it all depends on what do you what do you call long? You know what I'm saying? I would say what is long is an hour and a half. What? Two hours. I'd say two hours is probably a, that's when you can start getting to a long podcast. Maybe 90 minutes for real, for real, but anything under 90 minutes, that's a good podcast. You know, that's a that's a really good. That's a really good podcast length. So, anyways, I got a few topics. Got a few topics I want to get into. If I'm being honest, this wasn't going to be a topic, but the shit kind of fell right into our lap. So, I will play it just one more time because what the fuck? Part of what data includes several internet searches and the days leading up to their disappearance that I think are very relevant to this case. Now, let me just say, Again, and I made a little video, I made a little clip, a little reel about this on Instagram earlier, and I was being honest when I said it. I ain't know nothing about nothing when all this started jumping off. Is my camera, like, level? I don't think that joint, yeah, my joint ain't even close to level. Hold up, guys. Hold up. My joint ain't even close to level. We gotta, we gotta fix this. Right, you know what I mean? There we go. There we go. Yeah, I knew something was looking a little crazy. Yeah, my bubble was not centered. Pause. There we go. That looks way better. Okay. Um. So, anyways, I don't. When did when did bro say she? I forgot when when she even went missing. I don't know what happened. But anyways, I can just remember being on Twitter, right? And. And I thought this was random, but when I seen it, I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Just kind of seeing this picture and blah, 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 like, okay, that makes sense. Um, I just seen a picture and it was like, yo, be careful. Don't be checking on random babies and this and that shit, you know, because folks is weird, whatever the case, they're going to get you. And it was just this picture of a random ass stroller out on the side of the road next to some woods and when i seen it when i seen it again the reason why i thought like okay this is valid is because i i guess what 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 ran into my mind was when y'all remember when those clowns a few years ago was just like randomly just popping up like these weird ass looking clowns would just be randomly popping up and just like standing in the middle of the road Standing in people's yards or standing like in parking lots, not really doing too much of shit, but just standing there, just looking at you like really kind of just really looking creepy as fuck. So when I seen that, I was like, OK, yeah, like, of course, like if I was to see a stroller on the side of the road, I'm passing right by not even thinking twice. It's nighttime on top of that. You can cancel it now. 
Maybe if by some miracle I noticed that a baby was in the stroller, then, you know, I probably, I think I'd get out. I think. Um, or maybe I just have to call the police and be like, hey, man, it's a baby over here on the side of the road, and let's just see what's going on, dog. But let me get back to this. On July 11th at 7.30 a.m., the term, you have to pay for an Amber Alert was searched. Now, let's just keep it a 1,000. To even ask that question, I think there's something that was going on in LaMama's mind. Something that's going on in LaMama's head that made her fake, fake this whole shit. And if you don't know what I'm talking about right now, it's the story of Carly Russell, a woman that had disappeared, was presumably kidnapped or something to the effect and people were wondering what happened people wanted to find her the shit went viral i don't know what i don't know but i say that to say for her to ask the question of well do you have to pay for an amber alert that makes me think that she's thinking, well, outside of the emotional trauma that I'm going to put everyone around me through, my family, close friends, this and that, if this costs too much to ring off an Amber Alert for me, maybe I won't go through this. Because I understand my people's financial situation. And maybe it's not of the greatest. So whatever it is I'm trying to get off right now. Because I know they love me. And I know the extent that they're going to go to once news drop. It's going to be through hell and high water to find me. And if this thing costs a couple racks just to hit every phone in the immediate area, sometimes even further than that, I'm in Texas. When I was in California, it was Amber Alerts here and there. You know what I'm saying? Nothing too crazy, nothing too outrageous. Bruh, as soon as I got to Texas, as soon as I got to Houston, I mean, I probably got more Amber Alerts just in the past three months, two and a half months that I've been in goddamn Houston than I might have got the whole seven years I was in L.A. So maybe, you know, maybe we should give her a break off of that. On July 13th at 1.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught. That's a weird search, but okay. Searched. On July 13th at 2.13 a.m., the day of her disappearance, 
the term Birmingham bus station was searched. On July 13th, 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. First off, let, you know what? Let me just Google this right quick because she's wearing a lab coat in the video that I see. So it makes me to it makes me think that uh she's a grown ass woman. But maybe she's not. Oh, she's 25 years old. So what could a possible what could a possible one way I'm again, I'm just wondering what was she what was she trying to get to? On July 13th at 12:10 p.m. a search for the movie taken in conducting this analysis and look at here i don't hold up guys i don't know what's going on with me and my fucking sinuses right now but we back to it Shout out my nigga Chris. You know what I mean? Shout out my big cousin. My nigga had me smoking bags of tea when I was a motherfucking 11, 12 year old. You know what I mean? Oh, my mama, mama, for real. Now, apparently, these are her parents. Let's see what they got to say. Oh, this is a whole ass hold Alabama. up. Yeah, the parents of the woman who vanished for 48 hours after. And she was only missing for two days. So, how'd this shit even go viral? Like, that's what I'm wondering. Calling police to report a toddler walking alone down a highway. Well, they are speaking out in an exclusive interview. NBC's Priscilla Thompson spoke with them. She joins us now. Hey, Priscilla, good morning. Hoda, good morning. As questions around this case intensify, the family is urging the public not to speculate, saying that it's upsetting to Carly, and right now their focus is on her physical and mental well-being. That moment you all first laid eyes on her again, what was it like? To me, I mean, just so much joy. This morning, in an exclusive sit-down with NBC News, the parents of 25-year-old Carly Russell are speaking out, describing the moment their daughter appeared on their doorstep after being missing for more than 48 hours. What did you do when you saw her? We tried to hug her as best we could, but I had to stand back because she was not in a good state. So we had to stand back and let medical let professionals work with her. Um, but it's okay. It's okay. Last Thursday, <clears throat> I ain't gonna call bullshit on nothing like that. But Thursday, let's keep going. Say Carly called nine one one to report a toddler walking alone on the interstate. She pulled over while on the phone with a family member who described hearing Carly scream. Her vehicle's unlocked, running. All her personal belongings, you can check for her phone. On the scene, police found no sign of Carly or a child, and they say no children were reported as missing during that time period. The Russells waited in agony until Saturday night. 
there were actual, actually just so many calls and texts from people who maliciously lied to us. I just didn't know people could be so evil. Why not? You should know. It's 2023. I know your old ass on Facebook. You might not be on Twitter. You might not be on Instagram. You might not live in the comment section. In these places. Your old ass got Facebook. We done been through the Obama era. And the Trump era. That's how I know they lying. Because you're not going to sit here and tell me your old ass on Facebook. Ain't know the world was this goddamn evil. Like motherfuckers ain't been through the Obama and Trump era. Your old ass on Facebook. Authorities have not indicated Run it up. Harley was during the 48 hours she was missing or what happened. Her parents declined to share what their daughter told them, citing the ongoing investigation. And can you tell me what happened Saturday night? Did you just get a knock at the door? Anything leading to, to the case itself, we, we can't discuss that. But they say speculation about the circumstances surrounding Carly's disappearance. They just wanted to know what happened. What you mean you can't leave? You not, they, she, did she knock on the door? She text somebody phone? She got back on foot? What happened to her car? Where'd she see the chap at? How'd she get back? Who got the car? Who got the whip? Who got the whip? She got abducted. How'd she get back home? I'm gonna assume she was walking. If they find that damn car, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna blow up this investigation. I ain't going to say it's going to blow up the investigation, but, nigga, some more questions going to have to get answered. On this. Are only making things worse. She's having to deal with the trauma of people just making completely false allegations about her. Her family now urging the public to let the investigation play out, but mentioning an abductor. Her mother asking to read a brief message to the public. Um, Carly has given detectives her statement. Um, so that they can continue to pursue her abductor. Do you believe that there's an abductor still out there? Absolutely. Absolutely. NBC. <laughs> now, y'all can't see this, but I seen on Twitter early, and again, that's what I'm saying. I would, because this shit happened, it was only 48 hours, so. I really, again, when I tell y'all I ain't know nothing about nothing, I ain't know nothing about nothing. When I seen the shit about the goddamn stroller, I ain't put two and two together. When I seen this tweet saying, how come y'all mad that they found Carly or Carly home? I ain't think shit of it. When I seen the name Carly Russell here and there on Twitter, I ain't think shit of it. And just like today, when I seen a little clip that said, when folks shaking their head like this, how they was answering that question, that's how you know they bullshitting. <laughs> and this is the clip they was talking about. They talking about her goddamn mama and them. That's crazy. News has reached out to the Hoover Police Department to ask whether they're- Hoover? Damn! Y'all remember God 
shit called back in high school? Was it called Hoover with the football team? And they trying to win states and this and that shit. Damn, what was the name of that show called? Down in Hoover, Alabama. That's crazy. That's crazy. Damn, Hoover ain't been on the map since then. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So, all right. So, first she Googled how much it costs for a Google, for, for uh, Amber Alert. Good intentions. And she put Hoover back on the map. Hoover ain't been back on the map since, you know what I mean, since I was in high school when they had the little series about the high school football team. And I don't think them niggas won states. Looking for an individual involved. Police have just said they're following up on all information provided by Carly. And when I talked to you all on Saturday, you also said your daughter is a fighter and she would find a way back to you. I felt that in my heart. Is that what happened? And she did in 48 hours. God rest all they souls. God rest all they souls. Ain't a lot of them that can say that. She did. She found her way back to us. However, we can't discuss the details of that. But they say one thing is clear. Do you believe she was fighting for her life? Oh, she definitely fought for her life. There were moments when she physically had to fight for her life, and there were moments when she had to mentally fight for her life. But she made it back to you. She, she made, made it back. back. Yeah, she did make it back. All right, Priscilla, so investigators she are made it back. busy on this case. She made it back. So, yeah, we're going to have to figure out what happened. We will have to figure out what happened. Niggas <laughs> on Instagram so fucking stupid. They said, they said, when you send a picture, they said, when you send a picture, when you send a picture of Carly Russell, they said, when I, when you send, when I send this picture to you, just know I'm going to be gold a couple of days. <laughs> Niggas so fucking silly, man. Niggas is really so silly. All right, let me get into, let me go ahead and get into the rest of this podcast, man. Here I am. I've already been at this joint for goddamn, you feel me? 20 something minutes, man. Oh, so I guess the first thing I'll get into is I seen this, I seen this thing on a video. Maybe it was TikTok. Maybe it was Instagram. Not exactly sure what it was, but it said that 14 million Jews or, or, or 14 million people practice Judaism worldwide. 14 million practice Judaism worldwide. Now, hold up. Now, let me also just Google that right quick. What is the popular, what is the pop? what is the, the, uh, the population of Israel? What's that? Because isn't, isn't Israel, oh, okay. No, no, that's Houston. Of is of Israel. Okay, nine point three. That's nine point three million. So I'm just gonna assume. Let's see, Israel, a Middle Eastern country on the Mediterranean Sea, is regarded by Jews, Christians, Muslims. Uh, oh, 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 
regarded oh is regarded by Jews, Christians, and Muslims as the biblical holy land. Okay, for sure. So I'm going to assume that most people in Israel are Jewish. Now, in America, there's not that many Jews. I guess the reason why I know that is because, one, it's a guess. And number two, up until I moved to California, my whole entire life, when I would hear on TV and whatever the other case it was, when I'd see white people, like, making fun of Jews, cracking jokes on Jews and this and that shit, you know, just kind of in a tone not as harsh as black people, but just in that same type of manner. And it always confused the fuck out of me because I was like, well, damn, every time I see a Jewish person on TV or whatever, they look white. So I I never understood it. But I guess I kind of get it now. Anyways, I bring this up because it made me think about something. Now, like I said, 14 million worldwide. Worldwide. That is so small in comparison to the worldwide population. Just just the amount of people. Never mind how many people practice other religions and this and that. Just you got 14 million in the field. 14 million in the field. Woo! That's, that's, you're not really measuring up to the field. Now, in America, if you let some folk tell it, the Jewish community has a lot of pull, a lot of power. Uh, my main man, Kanye, really got into a lot of hot water speaking on the Jews. They froze his bank accounts. He said that the Jews did control the banks. Adidas dropped them. Adidas is a German country. They not really trying to go back on that smoke. I said a German country. Uh, a, a German founded company. So, you know, they not trying to be a part of that. And Hollywood. The entertainment industry in America is apparently ran by a predominantly Jewish concubine, if I'm even even that even using that word correctly in the slightest bit. And because of the power that they say the Jewish community has over things, over the banks, apparently, I don't know, over entertainment, apparently, I don't know. It got to making me think about something else because it's definitely no secret If there's one community that don't nobody play with, it's the Jews. Kanye was the first one to really get out here and and play with them niggas. And God damn it, 
They showed his ass. We ain't the ones to play with, my boy. We not the ones to play with, dog. <laughs> you feel me? Not, 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 not at all. No cap. No cap. And because of that, because of that perceived power and influence at such a small number, it made me think, hmm, maybe that shows me just how powerful and influential the LGBTQ agenda, in quotes, quote-unquote, agenda, because apparently, I don't know, can be possibly within the states. Now, for the longest, I've always heard agenda this, agenda that. And if I'm being more than honest with you guys, I never subscribe to it. I never subscribe to the agenda. <clears throat> and part of the reason, which may be ignorance, and, and not necessarily ignorance just pertaining to this, but ignorance just from this perspective to many things. The reason why I never subscribe to it it's because I never could see the end goal. A rationale for the end goal just kind of never made sense to me. Like, what what are they like? What are we trying to do? Are we trying to depopulate? Why would we want everyone to be gay? And this, like, it just, I just never really got it. But in recent years, when I do see, I guess, just the strong push, maybe not even push, but just, I don't, I don't even really know how to word it. Maybe just, I'll just stick with push, even if that's the wrong way to word it. For what they say is going on within the school system, uh, the type of protection that the LGBTQ community has. You can't play with the Jews. You cannot play with the gays. They on your ass. They canceling anything you got. Your ass Best to mind your motherfucking business, though. Mind your business, mind your manners, and you better consider your tone when you're dealing with them folk. And I don't really know why it's been like that over the past few years because, again, I've always heard about this agenda, but gay marriage in America is really a very new thing. I don't know if Obama passed that 
in his first term or it was his second term. But it's 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 younger than 20 years old. It it might be younger than a decade. The passing of gay marriage being allowed in America. But what I will say that again doesn't necessarily have me subscribe to the agenda, but I have been thinking about what the fuck is really going on out here when I think about the transgenders within the LGBTQ community. Because it's like, yo, why is it fair that transgenders boys? Because, and that's, and that's something else. See, that's the wild thing about everything. None of this shit really, like, for real, for real, it don't really affect men. You know? Now, and me and the homie was having a conversation about this the other day. Psychologically, it very well could be because, like I said, there's been a couple of these niggas walking around looking good than a motherfucker. Like, damn, that's a bad bitch right there. I thought this was a woman this whole time. I'm looking on Instagram, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I thought that was a woman. Come to find out that used to be a whole man. That's crazy. But it's like, what do you say after that? You already processing your mind that it was a woman. But you know it's a man now. But you can't really just, like, you can call that nigga ugly after you said, damn, that bitch fine. Knowing it's a man, because now you know it's a man. You can, you, you can say, damn, that nigga ugly and I, this and that. But really, you don't believe it. You don't really mean it. Fortunately or unfortunately. Because your first process, your first mind was that was a woman. That was a woman that I thought at the bare minimum wasn't ugly. At the bare minimum, I thought that was a woman that was decent looking. So, like I said, this shit don't really affect men, but to one of me and a homie's conversation, psychologically, I get it. And I'm going to get there. But why is it fair that young boys... Young men can say, I'm a girl. I'm a woman. And participate in things with girls and women. Like I spoke on a podcast episode back a few uh, a few episodes back. Uh, there was a, a sorority house on some college campus in Wisconsin, Wyoming, Montana, somewhere over there. And the transgender was living in 
the sorority house, walking around with nothing but hard cock. I'm talking pistol lead for a dick. Hard as hell. When they see these women coming out of the showers, this and that shit. Because he a, he, he a woman now. But now that he a woman, because when he was a man, maybe he was straight. Straight to pussy. Who knows? Ain't no telling. But now I'm a woman. I still like me some pussy. I still can appreciate I still can appreciate me some pussy. So now I'm lesbian. Well, gay marriage and all this and that is cool. It's not like we're accepting of the LGBT community. We're for damn sure accepting of the le- of lesbians. One thousand percent accepting of a lesbian. What's the big deal that I got a hard dick right now? Because I see y'all hoes. You look good. Anyways, the women were complaining. They told them, shut up. Leave the campus if you don't like it. That human being has a right and they deserve to be where they are. They will stay put. AAU basketball team, high school basketball team, middle school basketball team, whichever team it was, it was a team of girls playing basketball. The other team had a transgender on it. They didn't want to play against them. Felt it was an unfair advantage. The league told them, forfeit, you bitches. If you do not like it, if you feel that you cannot compete, shame on you, exit left. That way. Made me think, damn, how these motherfuckers get so much pull? Where it come from? Like, how is it? What's going on? And then it just kind of makes you think about when women talk about the patriarchy. It is a man's world. It's a man's world that needs women. It's a man's world that needs women. If a man has a car, but only women own the gas stations, God damn it, we need each other. This car can take us any and everywhere. It's essential to life. But damn it, without some gas, you ain't really making it too far, so we need your hoes. So again, it makes me wonder, is it because at the end of the day, there's still men? And we still just kind of look at women as like, look, don't worry, y'all equal and all this and that shit. Like, don't even worry about it. But at the end of the day, like, y'all niggas really think y'all going to get y'all's way over some men? Like, we still, like, when a man man talk, you, you listen. 
when a when a man talk, that shit kind of law. So it makes me wonder. Damn, I still ain't necessarily subscribing to the agenda because I don't really know what the fuck is going on, but I can't help but ask, what the fuck is going on? So, anyways, that was a little ramble. That was a little tangent. But I just thought that was kind of a crazy correlation in my mind that at least as far as America goes, there's a very small number of Jewish people. Who knows? Their their population, their community might even be smaller than the black community in America. But apparently, I don't know. <clears throat> them, them niggas got some power. Some power and pull and influence within these 50 states. And I definitely can see and have seen some of the power, pull, and influence within the gay community over the past 10, 15 years. So I just thought that was pretty crazy that, whoa, small numbers and small numbers, they really out here kind of getting to it. They really kind of out here getting to it. So, you know, shouts out to them, though. Um, What else would I like to get into? You know, here's something that's kind of interesting. I won't stay on it too long, but it's just something to think about. Here's a question. Do you ever remember seeing your phone in a dream? I will ask it one more time. Do you ever remember seeing your phone in your dream? Again, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, ain't no telling where I seen it. I just seen it. And it was just talking about, again, how phones and social media and all this is just fucking up everything and Blase, blase, blah, and whatever, 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 right? And the dude was just, when he was making his point, he was just kind of getting to of like, you know, and hold on, maybe, maybe I can just find it right quick. Let me just try to like, let me YouTube it right quick. Because um, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe I might be able to see it there because when I, when I, when I heard that, I was like, wow, that's pretty interesting. Um who knows you know seeing your seeing oh i said cnn seeing your phone in your dreams let's see is there a short is there a video of it anywhere i can't necessarily you dream of somebody who's passed away what i can't necessarily say that i see it uh yeah i don't unfortunately i don't see it okay guys that is my that is my apologies and let me just sign into my fucking uh what's the name anyways because i don't like that i'm not signed into my youtube right now um but anyway so i seen that right i seen that and i was like damn hmm, that's pretty interesting <clears throat> i don't know if i have ever uh 
I don't know if I have ever seen my 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 phone in my dream, but I never really was checking for it or paying attention, like, because I just got back dreaming. I just got back dreaming. I was uh, I was talking, I was talking to my cousin. Uh, shout out my cousin Pooh. I was in Phoenix over the weekend. I was in Phoenix over the weekend, and um. Be, you know, before all the party, before all the party, got to going, got to get to going in this and that shit later in the evening. Me, him, and my uncle was was upstairs talking. He was saying how uh, one of his homies was going to be bringing in some edibles and this and that, infused cookies, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. But I was like, yeah, nah, I'm cool. I can't have none right now. You know, I'm not smoking and this and that shit. I'm not smoking and this and that shit. So uh, uh, I'm cool on it, right? And uh, and and he was saying something. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. But honestly, bro, I was like, I'm cool. Like, I was like, honestly, I ain't even really been tripping. Like, I said one because man, I'm back dreaming. And then my uncle was kind of just like, you know, just kind of made a face like, huh? Like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? And so then my cousin was like, yeah, nah. He was like, yeah, nah. Like when you smoke weed, like when you go to sleep, it's just black. And I never noticed that. I never noticed it, never paid attention to it whatsoever. Whatsoever. Ah. One second, guys. (laughs) This looks disgusting on camera. Even though I'm not spitting in a bottle facing the camera, but it's just like you understand that's what I'm doing. I don't know what it is. It's, it's like it's like I can talk all day or whatever the case and nothing goes wrong. But as soon as I sit my black ass down and try to do a podcast, now all of a sudden I just got all the mucus in the world building up in my fucking nose and throat and this and that shit. And it's just fucking, it's fucking insane. But anyways, <clears throat> we're talking, and we're just like, yeah, you know, like this shit just goes black. You know what I'm saying? Like when you smoke weed, you don't, you don't really dream. And like I said, I never really noticed it before. And I think I had seen like on videos or something like that before that there was like you know smoking a whole lot of weed. It kind of throws off your sleep a little bit. Like, you don't really sleep as well. And then I think I had, and I had seen something probably, uh, like, them just saying, like, oh, yeah, and you don't dream and this and that shit. But I never really paid attention to it because it's like, how often do you really remember your dreams and shit like that anyway? So I just always assume, like, yeah, I'm dreaming. I'm just not remembering any, right? Wrong. Or maybe, maybe it's not wrong. But for my experience, wrong. I do not believe I was dreaming. And that's because when I moved to Houston and realized, all right, I'm in Texas. These niggas is really big. Like, weed is not legal in Texas. I'm no longer in California. So niggas is definitely drug testing at every fucking chance they get when it comes to finding a gig. So I quit smoking weed. And after about the first five days, maybe the first week and a half, Of me not smoking weed, I'm back to dreaming. Every night. Every night I'm back to dreaming. 
So fast forward to me seeing this video, this clip, whatever it, whatever it was, um, whatever it was of dude just saying like, you know, you you don't see your phone in your dreams and this and that, right? And I'm just like, damn, what does that mean? Whatever the case, right? Why that very night, guys, I had a dream along those lines. And, and, and I remembered it. I fucking remembered it relatively well. And this is how I went. So I had a dream that my classmates decided to throw a party on a Thursday night for some reason. And I was at the party and decided I wanted to hop on the ox to be the DJ. But my laptop started acting weird and my iTunes couldn't be found. And I remember this part like vividly because it was just so annoying. It was so annoying. Like, it's like, yo, I'm trying to get on. the Like, where the fuck is my iTunes? Like, what's going on? And I remember around the same time, like, because, again, part like dreams are always so weird and funny. Like, yeah, like uh, it's me and classmates, which now granted. When I woke up, I think I assumed this because it was like a house party type vibe and maybe just who was at the party as well, even though I can't necessarily remember that part. I assumed that the setting took place in like high school, but maybe it took place later. You know what I'm saying? So um, to get to what I'm saying is around during this time, there was like a teacher talking to me. An authoritative figure just telling me, like, yo, y'all shouldn't be doing this. Like, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm really just like, yo, ain't nobody trying to hear what the fuck you talking about right now. Like, why the fuck is my laptop acting stupid? Why is my iTunes acting weird? Whatever, whatever, right? Um, and, and I'm putting, and I'm saying that right here. Anyways, the teacher of minds or something started talking to me and said, and, and, and that's, a, again, even though they were bullshitting, getting on my goddamn nerves. They had a great fucking idea. The teacher goes, well, plug your phone in and reset it. And I can't remember if I actually grabbed my phone or not. But at that part of my dream, but at that part, my dream soon ended and switched to something else. So I ask, are phones in dreams? And I remember that. I remember someone, somebody, maybe like how I wrote it down, that the teacher just finally just gave up and was like, all right, you goofy little fuck. Like, since you don't want to listen to me or whatever, like, all right, fuck you. But, you know, since you're such since you're such a dumbass, here goes some help. Grab your phone and somehow reset your iTunes through your phone. Like, just plug it up. And do it through that. Like it wasn't like and, and and they didn't tell me to use my phone. Like I vividly remember that they didn't tell me to plug in my phone and use it as an ox, because I could have just plugged it in and used it as an ox. And you know what I'm saying? If there's if there's connections like that, like everybody might not have the ox connect in their studio for their phone or whatever DJ equipment, blase, whatever the case may be they specifically said to grab my phone plug it into your laptop and just reset it 
not my phone, but reset to iTunes or maybe through iCloud. Who knows what the fucking whatever world this was that that was got, that was going to do. But when they said it, it was like the light bulb went off of like, oh, duh. Like, of course I can do that. But like I said, I don't remember ever using the phone. Like, if I remember correctly, I think I might have grabbed my phone. I think I might have actually grabbed my phone. And maybe I even plugged it in. Possibly. But I am pretty sure that when I flipped it over, that's when the dream was over. And all of a sudden, I was just somewhere else. So it just made me think, like, huh, damn, what does that mean? Are phones in your, are phones in dreams? Let's see. Uh, how long is this video right here? Let's see what this person has to say. Dream of taking pictures with an iPhone. It means having a good time with your loved ones in a waking life. In general, dreams of iPhone indicate your desire to boost your self-worth and to boost your integrity in the public. And may God help you in Jesus' name. Instruction, can you read the following Bible verse? What? The fuck is he talking about? My man's got mad shit about, about, about that. He been doing this shit for some years. Cause I got 35 views, 35,000 views on a on a on a video two two years ago. Talking about some dreams about phone calls, making and receiving. Ain't no telling. Um, but yeah, so it just made me want to act like, damn, do you have you guys ever had a dream about using your cell phone, this and that shit? Who knows? Oh, uh, all right, guys, we're getting to the last uh, few topics. And this one, honestly, I probably should save it for something else or someone else. If I if I ever uh, do a podcast with Miss Barry Flair again. We was talking the other day. There was this video that came, that came online uh, on Instagram. And dude was just talking about, like, uh, the clip had said something about if you were born, a matter of fact, Matter of fact, I will find it on Instagram right now and play it for you guys because it was so fucking, it was so pivotal. It, it spoke so much volume. It spoke so much volume to the point of I had to go, which I haven't gone back and listened to the episode, but it was like, yo, this is what it used to be. The motherfucking look back, nigga, like, this was a great time. This was a great time in history. Where bro at with that video? Where his ass at? Here it goes right here. Because this was, he's speaking nothing but truth. Mm. If you were 18 and up from 2004 to 2010, your clubbing days were absolutely legendary. Period. We actually went to the club to dance. Niggas was drinking. Oh, adios. Adios. Oh no, we won't drink incredible hoax. We wasn't worried about if somebody had a table, no selfies, dodging bullets like Neo, the good old days. Not a lie in sight. I'm not gonna lie. You take the adios out, you put a long gallon iced tea, you know, living drops, corona with grenadine, anything that was on the special, we was on that. We was on that. And you used to go to the club, y'all. 
Bruh, I could dance with six, seven, eight, nine women a night. Nothing. I ain't trying to follow you. I'm not a creep. She not uh, worried about somebody puts up in a drink. We legit had fun. And I'm talking about dancing. Inappropriately dancing. But it was cool. We were just in, we was living the good days and didn't know it. We used to go to the club, y'all. You know, once upon a time, there was no such thing as a section. Clubs did not have sections. They had a few chairs. And if you got there, you sat there, you found one. If you found one, whoo, thank you. That's it. Well, no section. It was 20 to get in. That was it. Free before 11. That was it. And yes, we was dodging bullets. Now, <clears throat> from the ages of 2004 to 2010, that was my middle school to high school run. I got to middle school. I got to sixth grade in 04. I graduated in 2010. So I can't speak necessarily to this on the outside. But I can speak to this in the parties, the school dances, house parties, and shit like that, right? And it was really true. Like, growing up, that's all you wanted. Now, again, I was we was chaps. I was a chap back then. So from my perspective, all you was trying to do for real, for real, was get on some ass. He won't lie. You could go to a party, dance with a group of hoes, Throughout the night, I'm going to dance with this shorty. 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 I'm going to get some help from my niggas because, yeah, you know I mean, she throwing it back something crazy. Like, let's just say, again, for me, high school, prom, not prom, homecoming, homecoming dance. We all dressed up, niggas is in. Church shoes on a basketball court. You know you ain't got no grip. You ain't got no grip. And some women, it ain't matter. You can hold your own. But there was some women, damn it, you was going to need some help. Shout out Tiana Bruce. Shout out Ebony. It was some women, you needed some help. And your dogs was going to come behind you, hold you back, literally put a hand on, not hold you back, but hold you up, put a hand on your back so you can stay in place. You probably was going to set yourself a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Stagger, stagger your foot a little bit just so you can really, you know what I mean, and do your thing. Because, again, while we in dress shoes, the ladies, they been came up out the hills. They been came up out the hills. They barefoot. They barefoot with all the grip in the world. Throwing that thing back on you, dog. It was like that. Dance for it. You, you know what I'm saying? If you, if, you, if you and whoever you was dancing with was really getting some rhythm, really feeling the vibe, shit, y'all might have took it past the first song. 
Y'all might have done two songs. If you made it to three songs nine times out of ten on everything, you made it to three songs nine times out of ten, y'all was exchanging numbers at the end of the night, y'all probably was going to be boyfriend and girlfriend in a handful of weeks. That's just how it went. That is literally just how it went. So, I bring this up to say, shit way different now. Shit way, way different now. And and when me and my homegirl was talking the other day, me and the homegirl, uh, Miss Barry Flair, the lovely Miss Barry Flair, she was just talking about when she used to be out in clubs and all this and that shit and whatever the case. Because uh, I was telling her, I was like, yeah, you might be a little ahead of my time. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, damn, how old you think I am and this and that shit? I'm like, not that old. Like, like you know, I'm turning 32 next next week. Uh, So you you 35 at the oldest. Like, I didn't think you was that old, you know, because she was like, you try to blame me. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you, I don't think you that old. I'm like, I know we, we, we definitely, at worst, we went to high school together. Like, I know. I might have been a freshman. You might have been a senior. But we went to high. Like, I, I know we, I know our age range is within that. But she was definitely outside before me. The more we was talking, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is what I meant. Like, you was outside here, like, at this time. And I ain't really for real, for real get outside until late 2012, late 2012, going into 2013, for real, for real. Like, once I joined the military, and when I joined the military, I was 21. So that's really when I was outside. Like, when I moved to Houston, when I was first, when I, when I first graduated high school, I was 19. I was not outside. I wasn't really moving around like that. I was just working and rapping. Like, I, won't, I wasn't thinking about being out and shit like that when i moved back to the note that's really all i was doing just working and rapping and with my little shorty so i was not out like that and it's the note so what the fuck was really popping you know what i'm saying but once i got to the military nigga, i was out i'm 21 i can drink now um this and that like so we out we out um and i started to notice and when i really 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 noticed it was 2015 2013 was cool. Everything what it was. Everything was what it was. Going down to Remerton, going down to 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 the mill, going down to flip flops and this and that shit. Like, bro, shout out all that shit. <laughs> shout out all that shit for real. Those, those those were good times. Those were good times for real, for real. Fucking with VSU because the college campus was literally right down the street. Like literally right down the street. Um, so shit was cool. 2014, I'm in Korea. Shit was gravy. Everything was like the party scene, this and that. It was it was it was lit. Whatever the case, like even though it was hella niggas in comparison for the ratio and this and that shit, like but shit was gravy. But what I'm getting to is, and this is gonna kind of come back to to my later point, to my end point of, of the whole reason why I'm even bringing all this shit up. In 2015, when I got back to Georgia, I can remember always being in the clubs. And again, shit was jumping. Shit was this and that. That's when Future was coming back. Like, that's when he was just starting his run again. You know what I'm saying? He done 
just dropped beast mode and all this and that shit. Beast mode, monster, all this and that shit, right? And I can just always remember kind of being in the clubs and just thinking like, yo, the DJ is really catering to niggas. Like this shit lit, but it's kind of hard to get on hoes because every time you really kind of turn around, all the guys, and, and again, like we lit, like we we loving it, but I was still kind of noticing like, yo, all the songs are really go- like just geared towards guys. Like we just chanting and we kind of mosh pitting low key and doing all this and that shit. Like they not really curating the vibe for men and women to enjoy themselves in a certain manner. You know what I'm saying? And again, not like dude said, not on no, oh, I'm, I'm trying to pipe you down and all this and that. And I'm trying to be a creep and everything just so sexual is just, we used to twerk and we used to dancing with each other and one another and shit like that. And I just noticed like around 2015, the clubs just didn't necessarily seem to cater to that vibe anymore. Right. So now fast forward and I asked myself, what does it mean for the niggas who come to the club only on the aggressive shit? Like for the niggas that come to the club, four, five, six deep. And they all know that they itching and waiting for some shit to pop off. So they can get down. What does it mean for the nigga that's in the club? We in the club. You accidentally bump a nigga's shoulder, step on a nigga's shoes, and now it's an issue. Now, granted, you bump a nigga's shoulder, the respectful thing is to do, oh, shit, my fault, bro. You know, stick your hand out, oh, shit, that that was my bad, bro. You know, to some degree, just really kind of be a hoe. To some degree, just really kind of be pussy about it. But that's because your intention was never to be hard. You ain't do it on purpose. You ain't bumped a nigga on purpose. You went on no hoe shit. You ain't step on a nigga's shoes on purpose. You in the club. You trying to make make your way through people. It's crowded. This and that. It was an accident. What is it about what it what does it mean for 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 niggas like that that's in the club? It's women around. It's ladies around. But you own that type of energy of like you just all about being on that type of time. Instead of being on this type of time. When there's ladies and women in the club. Now, Miss Barry Flair says it's because niggas are scared. Because Miss Barry Flair says niggas not coming to the spot no more being prepared. Niggas is not at home practicing a heel toe. And that really set me off. That had me dying laughing because it really just brought back to the same era that bro talking about. That 2004 to 2010, 
you know, our era, my type era, even though, again, like I said, I ain't even really get outside until 2012-2013. But I can remember practicing my heel toe. I can remember practicing dances and shit like that because, nigga, that's how you used to get love in the parties. That's how you would get love. If you just wasn't already the cool-ass, ill-ass nigga that bitches wanted, whether it was from high school or school or, you know what I'm saying, you just ain't come through already fresh as fucking to get your shit off and blah, 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 like the bitches was just on you all first look. Nigga, you had to show you had some rhythm. You had to show you knew how to step. Bitches could respect that. They could appreciate that. You could, you could get a long way in them type of environments off that. So she was like, hey, nigga, scary. Now, Ramakai said, when we was talking about this, because I asked this question, I had asked this question on Instagram before, like, yo, what's up with niggas? Ramakai said, could these niggas out here low-key gay? I thought, damn. That's where it's at? That was bold. Matter of fact, let me see. Let me just go back to see exactly what what, what La Mama said. Uh, <laughs> she said, because niggas is gay on the low. I said, yikes. Niggas have lost their way with, with women right in their face? She said, nah, it's facts, though. Mad niggas is on the DL. And the gag is they go outside and want to stand around niggas. Laugh my ass off. Can't make this shit up. First, let me say, I ain't mad at no nigga doing whatever he got to do on the low. I would never front on you. But what I will say, if that is the case, damn, that's that's a weird way to, to express it. That's a weird way to express your interest in men. That you want to just be violent and cause ruckus and chaos in the club when women are around, when ladies are around. It's wild as hell. Now, I never thought that. I never contributed to that. But I have always asked the question that kind of... Excuse me. Is along some of those same lines. What is it about niggas that go out in public when we go out in public? I'll just I'll, and I even I'll put me in it, and we only thinking about other men. Niggas only thinking about other men. That's insane. Now, again, granted, I understand being shy. I understand maybe not being confident in your in your mouthpiece and what you want to say and all this and that shit. I understand the fear of the rejection, especially in today's age. Like, ain't no telling how a bitch going to run down on you. Like I, I told y'all just last, last episode, when I when I when I rolled up on Lil Mama in Cuba, that baby hit me with the with the aggressive stank face. 
The bitch ain't even speaking no English. Just shaking her head with the nigga. No. I was like, God damn. I just had to walk away. Sheesh. In America, they going to, nigga, get your ugly broke ass away from me. That could happen. That could happen. Ain't no telling. And now you got to look, you know what I'm saying? Now in front of everybody, you just getting played out in front of air like, damn, baby, all, what the fuck? Why you got to do all that in front of everybody? Why you got to embarrass me? Break me down like that in front of everybody. Like, all I tried to do was, fuck, holy shit. Can't be that deep, is it? So I get that. Because I be shy. I There's been plenty of times where I went out and I won't think about hoes. I won't think about the hoes. Now I was thinking about the hoes in passing. I might see a bitch like, damn, she got a fat ass, this and that. Or, damn, I wouldn't mind dancing with her. Damn, I wouldn't mind hollering at her, this and that. But I'm shy. Sometimes I don't, always, I don't be fully confident in my mouthpiece. Shit, like I just said, sometimes I don't want to deal with the rejection, so fuck it. I ain't on you hoes. I ain't on y'all hoes. I already get it. I ain't on you hoes. But even with that being said, I have a damn sure ain't thinking about no other niggas. Now, I might be thinking about other niggas in the sense of, I hope the rest of these niggas are at least on the same type of time that I'm on, that I'm just here chilling. We just in this bitch chilling, people watching, taking up space. But we ain't really, we ain't trying to do nothing. We ain't here for the rah-rah. We ain't trying to pop no, we ain't trying to pop shit off up in this bitch. We ain't, we ain't trying to do none of that. We just up in this motherfucker taking up some space. That's it. Making this club look good. Buying a couple drinks. This and that, whatever the case. Huh? Do a little show, to, you know what I'm saying? Hit my little shit. That's about it. I do think about niggas in that sense. But to lead a house, you lead a house knowing, hoping, and wanting that you get into it with another nigga, bro, that's weird. I'll never understand it. I'll never get it. So back to the DJs. Them niggas be part to blame. This was this was probably this was probably one of the weirdest things I've ever fucking experienced in a club. And I and I think I've told the story before. I know I've so, told the story before. It was so crazy because I just didn't understand it. Me and my brother, we in Hollywood, right? We club hopping this and that shit. Damn, and now that I think about it, holy fuck, here it goes. We club hopping this and that shit, right? So me and my bro standing in line or whatever the case. And it's two niggas and two women. Now, we, before we even get to the club, we walking down the street. I watched the one nigga, I watched this group of people go across the street. But the light is like red or green. Long story short, they, they shouldn't have been crossing at the time. But the one dude, but 
one of the dudes, you could just tell he was like extra slizzed out. Like he was extra slizzed out. So I'm already thinking like this nigga, like, look at this nigga. He crazy. Like he he are he on one. He tripping, right? So, anyways, we in line doing whatever, whatever, whatever. And and um and I, I don't know if my brother started talking to these girls or I don't know if them girl. I matter of fact, I, and I don't think those girls was actually with these niggas either. I don't know, but there was just like some girls in line, right? And the dude, we in line, and, it, and it's really, it's not even a lot of us. Like it's like it's really enough, but maybe six people in line, six eight people in line. Now when we get into this bitch, it's jumping, but we don't even get into the spot until like I don't know, maybe one o'clock. Cause we just coming from another club, whatever the case be, right? So it's not it, the line's just not long whatsoever outside. Long story short, dude, like, just kind of like just walks into my brother, like, what? And I kind of noticed it, but at the same time, like, I didn't necessarily think it was on purpose because dude was drunk. But then at the same time, the fact that he didn't necessarily say excuse me or whatever the fake, like, what, like, what? So my brother was just like, "Yo, you you good? Like." What's what the fuck going on? Like, what's what the fuck going on? I don't think he said what the fuck going on, but he's just like, yo, you good? Like, what's what's popping? And dude was just saying whatever, 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 this and that shit, right? So we let it slide. Or we ain't necessarily let it slide, but it, it just whatever. It was what it was, right? So we get in the club. And the whole entire time I'm in the club, at this point, I'm thinking to myself, like, yo. What's going on? This and that shit. Like, I'm just thinking about these two niggas. That's all I'm thinking about when we in the club. Me and bro on one side, them niggas on the other side, whatever the case is and that. But I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck is going to go on tonight with these two niggas? Because the precedent has already been set and the energy is there. And if there's one thing about niggas, niggas don't forget shit and all this and that shit, right? Like. So anyways, the niggas end up coming by or whatever the fuck. I just remember thinking, I just really remember thinking about them two niggas. And they came to our side of the club. And I can't remember exactly what happened when they came to our side of the club. But next thing I know, we outside. Me and my brother, and we smoking. And maybe them two niggas was already outside or they came outside after us. Long story short... Man, we got to talking with them niggas and chopping it up and all this and that shit. And the niggas come up to my brother like, yo, man, like, you got to give us some game and all this and that. Like, you dress fresh and all, blase, blase, blah, right? So, the whole time, the niggas was low-key just kind of, like, feeling insecure and hating or whatever the case. But, like I said, there was bitches around. So, the dude just kind of wanted to do whatever it was he was trying to get off. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to D. Them niggas was, uh, there was some De uh, Detroit niggas. And this and that. So everything was cool, right? So after that, when we get back in the club, now I'm really, because my guard is down, this and that, I'm having fun, nigga. It's Afrobeat. It's nothing but Afrobeat in that bitch. Everything is lit. Everything gravy. I'm drunk, this and that. Like, it's up, nigga. I'm having a fucking fantastic time, right? But this was the wildest and weirdest part. Again, it's Afrobeat. It's nothing but good energy. Ain't no trap music. Ain't nothing else that can. 
It is nothing but just high vibrations. It's Afrobeat. They cut the lights on. What my nigga played, what the DJ go to for the let out? Pop fucking smoke. My nigga, my nigga went to drill music for the let out. Not no R&B. Not Lupe Fiasco. Not no motherfucking Wiz Khalifa. Not no goddamn Kanye West. My nigga went to drill. On the let out. And I just, and, and you could feel, I could feel. Again, just a shift in energy. I could feel it. Like, what the fuck? And I just thought, and I just remember thinking like, yo, that is one hell of a selection to go to on the let out of the club with a bunch of drunk ass niggas. That is, that's insane. So with that being said, again, niggas be coming to the club on bullshit and this and that. And the DJs don't be curating the vibes to negate that shit. The DJs be playing nothing but trap music. Nothing but, nigga, I got a stick and spinning the block, all this and that shit. They not really, and, and shout out to Chains. Pretty girls love trap music. Like, fuck. A hip-hop black woman is starting to become like, and it sucks because I really love women that love hip-hop and love rap music. Like, I can appreciate, but at the same time, it's like, I don't even think I really like, I don't even think I really can find a woman that truly fuck with trap music. Like, for real, for real, that like only listen to like Dolph and only listen to like, you know what I'm saying, Finesse Two Time and fucking Boston Richie and Future and all like, I don't think I could really, I don't think I could really find a bitch that fuck with that shit heavy, heavy, attractive. Cause it's like, I don't know. It's just like, why, why do you find that shit attractive? What is it about that shit that just connect with you so much? Like, never mind, it's a good song and catchy, but this all you listen to? Like, why do you fuck with this shit so much? Like, are you really like you really a hood bitch? Like, if you really just a hood bitch, then all right, I guess I got it. Like, and if you really just a hood bitch, then it, I, I ain't never going to really have shit for you anyways. Like, I ain't going to never have much to in common with you, for real, for real. So, I, hey, me and you just ain't supposed to be anyway. So rock out, do your thing, shorty. But I don't know. It's just kind of weird, you know? It's just kind of fucking weird. Um, And the next topic I want to get into, this is probably going to be my last topic because my camera is about to die. I'm 80 minutes in. Um, You know, and, and I'll probably get into this later. And at another time, but I just wanted to throw this theory out there back to Cuba. Like I told y'all on the last episode, I was talking to the one shorty. She said she wanted $200 for the pussy. I told her I got 84. She looked at me crazy. What? $80 nigga. Now, you know, you playing, you are playing in my face. Your ass from America. You could have went anywhere around this globe. Your ass came to Cuba to play in my face. Nigga, you know you crazy. You know you crazy. And that's exactly why she ain't come home with me that night. But the way she made that face and just how 
women on the internet talk now about if a nigga not doing this and that for you, you can't, he ain't worth your time. If a nigga not doing this and that, he ain't worth no pussy. Like that one video said, I might be on the way to a dick appointment and I'll tell a nigga, hey, I just got a flat tire or something happened to my car. Just to see what you going to do. Just to see what you say. And if you don't do or say the right thing, I'm just going to turn back home because I got toys. I can pleasure myself. What am I going to give you the pussy for? Like, what, bitch? Because you want to fuck me. That's why. Like, I'm attractive or you find me, you find me sexually attractive enough to even think about wanting to have some pussy, uh, fuck, have some dick, fuck on me, throw me the pussy. You got in your car and actually drove to me. You made some type of attempt, so you want some dick. I'm going to give you some dick. Finna drop your ass off. What you mean? And because of that, because of that type of mindset and that type of talk, it makes me think. And because of the economy. That's another thing that we really got to factor in that motherfuckers don't like to talk about because of Instagram and all this and that. Niggas is hurting out here. The poverty line is 30000 The average motherfucker makes like thirty. The average man makes like 37000 Like barely over the poverty line. So that means the average woman might be making 40000 Bitch might be making 33000 But she ain't really that much higher over the, poverty, over the poverty line. That's why mother what I'm getting to is America is gonna be is gonna become a new destination for sex tourism. The same way it is in the Philippines, same way it is in Thailand, same way it is in the Dominican Republic, same way it is in Colombia, same way it is in Brazil. Same way it is over in Europe, whatever those European countries are, whether it's fucking Hungary or Amsterdam or whatever the fuck niggas be going in, 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 in Europe to be doing the same type of shit. Mon, what is it? Mongering and this and that shit. That's going to be America because our economy and shit is so fucked up that that's how women are going to start making their money. For real, for real. Whether it's they full time or it's just they side hustle outside of OnlyFans. Like, cause OnlyFans is gonna be cool and this and that, but eventually bitches gonna have to start coming up off that pussy. Cause I can tell you right now, where sex tourism is a thing, they not on they not on OnlyFans. Them bitches is out there in the streets making hand-to-hand transactions. Quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? Hand-to-hand transactions. They selling some pussy. They popping pussy. And that's how it's going to be in America. Women are already talking about it. They're already talking about it. If you if a nigga not doing this and that, he not worth your time, why why should you? They'll, uh, bitches these days will flat out just tell you, why are you fucking that nigga for free? He not paying your bills. He not paying you rent. He not doing this and that. He not getting you bags. He not. Why are you fucking that nigga for free? Like I said, I told her I would on on the day on the night that that bitch told me that she wanted two hundred dollars for some pussy. She wanted two hundred dollars for some pussy, and she live in a country where goddamn eighty percent of the public establishments don't even have toilet paper, and she want me to pay two hundred dollars for some pussy. I told her I, it was it, it it was dead in the club that night. Johnny's be 
popping in, in Havana. It was so dead in the club that night. They closed. The lights came on at three thirty. That shit stayed open until six. Lights came on at three thirty. I, I we I was one of maybe nine people in the club. There was other nights when I went in that bitch and it was hundreds. I'm talking, it's jumping in that motherfucker. So I told her, damn, baby, I, I'll give you 90. Look around. I'm the only one in the club. It's 90. Not better than nothing. Bitch, nor worth. My price is 200. Maybe I could let you slide for 150, 120, but you talking about 90, 80. That ain't doing nothing for me. Fuck that. I, I'll take my chances somewhere else. I'll go to another club and see what's going on. Whatever. I'm just saying. In America, I don't know when it's going to be, but if the economy keeps going the way it's going and this and that and jobs don't be paying the way they're supposed to be paying and everything just keep going through the roof, rent, car prices, insurance, all this and that shit, America might just become a sex tourism place, a sex tourism destination. And low-key, within America, it might be state-to-state. It might fuck around and be state-to-state. You know what I'm saying? Like, California might always have expensive pussy. Mississippi might not have expensive pussy. California, you might be able to get some pussy for $250 a pop. Maybe $350 a pop, $400 a pop. New York, same thing. Miami, same goddamn thing. All these big markets, Houston, same thing. Chicago, same fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? But you might be able to go to Jackson, Mississippi, get some pussy for $80. You might be able to go to Roanoke, Virginia, get some pussy for $120. You might be able to go somewhere in the Midwest or or Middle America. Again, Idaho, Wyoming, all this and that shit. Portland, what, even though Portland's not, you know, middle of the country, blah, blah, blah. But who knows? The bitches out there might be selling pussy for, bitches out there might be selling pussy for $70, $80. I don't know. But, again, just seeing the type of conversations that be had on the internet and how women be talking and blah, 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 it could be that way. Because, also... I'm not saying that every woman in Cuba, because I don't know. That's why I got to go back again with definitely more money in my pocket just so I can throw out some more some some more bait. But like in like on like in the Philippines, damn near everybody was on the menu for real for real. If you want to fuck on the waiter at, at a restaurant you went to, you could game her right, and she more than down. And you might not even have to throw that much game at her. You just ask her a few questions, this and that, and she might just be with it, whatever it is. But she still was working. In comparison to the girls that was just working in the bars and the girls that be working in Hasso. Like them bitches in Hasso, they was freelancers. That that's what they doing. They selling pussy. But again, you got girls that do that that work at hotels. I, I had homies, I my boy Vern, I think my nigga Vern fucked the receptionist at our hotel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure he hit the receptionist at our hotel. Like, so all the hoes was was down to get that cash and whatever the case, but they all still had jobs. You know what I'm saying? Some of them still, whether it was some of them, whether it was most of them, I don't know, but they was working. And, and well, most of them actually worked in the bars. Um, but that's just what it was. 
Same here. Like, bitches might be working and this and that, but they still down to throw that pussy. But then you got the ones that might be, hey, if a nigga ain't doing this and that for you and all this and that, that bitch not working. She ain't got no job. She really she really out here with it. She selling pussy. She looking for the ballers and all this and that, blah, 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 blah. So I don't know. I, I Like y'all know, y'all know how I am. I ain't got no problem being dead ass wrong, and I probably am. But I am just saying, I do think that America might fuck around and become a sex a sex tourism destination, you know, in the near future if shit keep going in America the way that it's going. Because, boy, it look like we falling the fuck off. I ain't going to lie to you, dog. It really feels, it really looks like, and it feels like we are falling the absolute fuck off. So who knows? And maybe it might not all, but it might just be certain places. Like in the Philippines, maybe not everywhere is a sex tourism destination, just like Thailand, just like Colombia, just like Cuba, this and that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, every, like, yeah, bitches selling pussy everywhere, but there's some places where it just is what it is. And Cuba not even like that. Like, bitches get called coming into your spot, this and that. Like, they're really, really against that shit. Like, they can go to they can go to jail and get fined for that shit, for real, for real. You can, you can get kicked out your Airbnb and shit like that if you going too wild, got all kind of bitches coming in and out your shit and this and that because they just not with that over there. But in some places in the world, they don't care. They they with all the shit. You know what I'm saying? Um. So, yeah, like like I said, it could be Miami. It could be Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? It might. Everybody might just flow to Vegas. Everybody might just go to New York. Everybody might just go to Chicago. Everybody might just go to Miami. Ain't no talent, but... Uh, I think I think America I think America definitely will become uh, a sex tourism um, destination. So, anyways, guys, my camera has officially died. I'm 90 minutes in, so I think it's time to get on up out of here. Uh, song of the week, one time for all the ladies, man. Once again, one time for all the ladies. Ladies free before clothes. Um, this low key been my shit uh, all week, for real, for real. Like this just low key been my shit. Like damn, this this is throwback. Makes me think about growing up. Uh, shout out my older sisters because they used to be playing this shit like a motherfucker, and this shit just hard. So, uh, yeah, we finna get right into it. So let's go. Anyway, you can catch me any day, sipping in the safe, and my peeps get plenty yay. Well, anyways, to see that I hold this door, cats faked it, I made it, I told you so. Mocha latte, kid, me no play, stress-free, sexy, and Montego Bay. You know, it's a pity that y'all look like idiots. Yo, boo, let me know when I should rip this cat.
I'm sitting on the side of the curb with a pocket of herb. I don't know if y'all heard, I'm high as a bird. I can fly like Kelly, I glide like skates. Me with no Timberland, it's like Puff with no lace. Wait, hold up, wait a minute, what you say? Back it up, give me space. Who that? Nicole Ray. By the way, DJ, better play all day. Make the whole world say, damn, they suck, I'm mad. Yeah. Missy said that is Nicole Ray featuring Missy Elliott and and Monica. Monica's a, a mocha. Mocha. I'm tripping. Um, that is Make It Hot. Great song. That dropped back in 1998. Holy shit. 20 years ago. That was a fucking jam. A fucking jam. But um, all right, guys. That has been episode 146. We're almost at 150. Let's get to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That wasn't really supposed to be the outro. Hold on. Let me knock this bitch out one more time. No cap. No cap. Oh, no. I'm fighting for you, Jack. <laughs> I'm fighting for you, Jack. Niggas is wildin'.